Hello everybody, this is Victor here from Trend Following Trading for Beginners and here's my weekly update on my sample trading portfolio coming up next. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Sorry about last week that I wasn't around, I'm not feeling too well particularly, coughing quite a bit, I haven't got any COVID, but uh, down with a bit of flu. The weather in UK has been up and down, one day is very nice and warm, next day is relatively cold, so I caught a bit of flu on my own, so I apologize. Uh, but la- last week and this, uh, last couple of basically has been quite volatile, this is what's always how it happened in my life. I'm sure some of you also feel that too, you know, when you are off to a holiday or you're sick, you know, uh, suddenly watch the market or something, and then the market suddenly do a U-turn on you or sort of thing. So even though I was sick, I was still keeping an eye on things, so uh, that's my part of my discipline. But um, yes, um, it always happens when uh, the market just want to do things, seems to be, you know, doing doing stuff uh, on its own way when, when you're not watching. So, um, but market is market, it just do its things, it just happens, um, it's um, doing things when uh, I'm, I'm not uh, actively on, on a podcast, that doesn't mean that I, I don't uh, track the market. But overall, what we see la, the week before is um, 22nd of February. That week seen uh, quite a bit of you know continuation of the market continue moving up. Unfortunately, on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, la, um, this end of February, there's such a big hoo-ha and a big drop of uh, down Jones to down like 600 points or so. And then uh, uh, last week, on 1st of March, um, it's more or less recovered it. Uh, but unfortunately, it come back down again. Um, so more or less, having been moving too much up and down. So overall, the last couple of weeks has been you know, quite volatile. Um, overall, this uh, just just to me personally, um, overall has been watching the the market of of course as as everybody else. But I think that the biggest things for me at the moment is the the, the bond market. Um, there's a lot of talk so far about uh, how the bond yields is and um, gone up to one one point four to one point five. I think it reaches one point six for the ten years. And um, there's a lot of fear about uh, the inflations and and so forth. I think overall the um, I've been watching that. Um, uh, TLT basically through the ETF, and it's quite quite telling. Um, I, I'm, I think overall at the moment is a bit of a little bit of pause because um, if you step out look at the whole bond market thing, it's not really um, just companies around the world buying and selling things. And in, in the US Treasury bond, I'm talking about here. Um, it's mainly driven by international governments, you know, lending money basically. Um, when U.S. Treasury, U.S. government selling its Treasury bonds and other governments around the world sort of buying it, but um, we're slowly seeing that the decline here is not just, you know, from my point of view, it's not just a company just pushing it. Um, they are sort of like only. Um, Catching the wave, so to just just free riders, so to speak. The big movement, uh, as far as I'm concerned, are international governments, um, mostly uh, to me at the moment is China, as well as Japan. And China has been in the last couple of years, so slowly moving out of the U.S. The, uh, dollar the domain of bonds and so forth. And uh, um, Japan has been buying more U.S. government bonds um, than China for like, the last couple of years. But both of them have been, uh, I think, has been slowly. Um, um, slowing down is buying of the bonds, and this meaning to to me basically I think is because the um, 
the pandemic is causing havoc around the world, and U.S. government just, um, of course, uh, have so many things uh, on its plate and try to uh, save the economy as ever, you know, by pumping more money into any any crisis situation, and uh, basically causes um, international government not very happy, I suppose, on the U.S. dollars continue going down. I mean, by and large, nobody at this stage can re- uh, replace. The U.S. government, uh, U.S. dollar, so to speak, but those bonds are um, basically based on U.S. Uh, dollars, and just um, because of U.S. dollars is how it's going down because of extra money that being pumped into the market um, around the world internationally. Everybody does it, um, but uh, U.S. seems to have, as usual, pumped a lot more than others, and flooding the market with so many U.S. Uh, government dollars, so to speak, and uh, other governments uh, have to counter it by basically, you know, um, sell selling it down. And also one thing about China is it's is, uh, one of the biggest players, of course, and has been very well known over the last 20 years or so, uh, even, even further than that. They seem to know when to uh, buy and when to sell, and the, the timing, the accuracy are relatively good. And China has been basically selling into strength um, when uh, the bond actually um, uh, went, went, um, sorry, went down, the, the price went down. Um, ran up and the yield actually went down because so many people was buying the U.S. Treasury bonds and stuff and it's been, um, China has been selling it through and uh, making quite a bit of money out of it and uh, this time when it's actually uh, I think it still have a lot more to, to sell um, but I think there is a pause time now coming along if you look at the TLT graph I think it's a bit, little bit of pause but overall I think China still will be selling a lot more of its U.S. Treasury bonds uh, many, I think, is um, the the uh, the price has gone up so much that um, the U.S. Uh, Chinese government just want to you know cash in things, but also the trade war doesn't really help. And on the other hand, then of course people talk about the yield gone up so much, it's worried about inflation and things, um, interest rate going high and so forth. But for me, anyway, I look at it this way: um, the economy around the world is I mean is divided into two at the moment more of a, a Asia country Asian countries and the Western countries and Asia somehow one way or another seems to have coped with the COVID or disease uh, this pandemic much better than the West and um, it's been coming out from the doghouse so to speak especially China it's the only one that's uh, having a positive GDP last year in 2020 um, and basically, overall Asia seems to be, you know, coming out um, from the lockdown, from from whatever restriction they have, uh, in a better shape than in Europe, uh, than in America, you know, than in the, the Westernized world. Um, is therefore, as far as I'm concerned, um, that um, is a tale of two cities, so to speak, and and the West is basically, you know, um, is still in the doghouse and it's just not coming through yet. And uh, probably will later in the year, maybe next year. But that that basically um, that's just the effect of COVID uh, with the uh, vaccination and so forth. There's still a lot of things, you know, the aftermath. The economy is still down. It's really very bad. Those are people losing jobs. A lot of shops are closed. Big shops are closing. Those kind of thing. And the U.S. economy, in my view, is not in any way or shape or form to able to sustain 
the uh, any interest rate uh, increase uh, I- any you know fast interest rate increase uh, uh, or, to, or to any particular level and um, so that that's one thing on the other hand is um, I personally feel inflation is definitely there it's just not really showing up much maybe uh, but it's, it's also there I think if you go to grocery stores and you know buy food and you see the price slowly moving in uh, sm- uh, m- moving a bit more up and also if you look at the crude oil as well the crude oil basically is back up to you know uh, January 2020 time, just before the pandemic, when China basically you know um, with the uh, COVID-19 sort of just started broke out in Wuhan, Wuhan in uh, in China, and um, it's the, at the time you know, international traveling is there. You know people still going about and they think traveling cruise ships, everything else, and uh, shipments is sending across different globe, uh, different countries around the globe and so forth. Um, and the oil was around 65, um, 69 area kind of thing. Uh, yes, there is the trade war with China, U.S. and China, but uh, things are still, you know, moving uh, along slowly. You know, but, uh, a bit reduced rate because of the trade war, but it's still m- moving uh, nicely. Um, economy is is firing in all cylinders, so to speak. And um, but. You know, now we are one year later with the pandemic, with the uh, lack of international traveling, cruise ship are basically more or less gone, you know, and uh, uh, um, trading or sending things from um, uh, internationally uh, through goods and services seems to have, you know, more or less halted. And um, all this used crude oil, uh, one way or another, of its form. Yes, there is uh, traveling within uh, countries themselves, but international traveling is way, way down. And uh, for oil prices actually come up to this level, basically just showing one one thing. Inflation is there because the U.S. dollars is uh, weakening. Uh, it's also showing up in uh, grains and corns and those kind of things. Um, Obviously, that that is issue there. Of of course, not across the board yet. You know, um, copper seems to be gone up a bit, but gold and silver have gone down quite a lot. But other things, um, U.S. dollar being all equal to everything else, I think they say definitely inflation coming in, and uh, and for U.S. probably a lot more because of the inflation is more important because the U.S. dollars is weakening, and with the one point. Nine trillion dollars are coming on its way with Joe Biden um, get his vote through the uh, the U.S. government. Then um, the U.S. dollars got to uh, go down a bit more. But all this is it's all a play in the background. But as far as I'm concerned, like you know, um, the big players need, in my view, space and volumes and time to offload things in any way, shape, or form, or even buy things. So for um, the TLT actually gone down, so ETFs gone down so much for now. Uh, to actually continue for it to go down, um, I think uh, there is, um, even though everybody's talking about it, I think that, that is basically the, the signal to go the other way around. So watch out the TLT thing. I think the, the government bonds and the, the interest rate, uh, sorry, the, the yield of those uh, US uh, Treasury bonds um, probably will um, slow down a bit, you know, come coming back down as you, uh, a bit. But I think the there probably are maybe one or two little hiccups along the way, but I think um, the, the the yield will come back down, and then the basically the bond price um, going back up, and then 
China and, and Japan and other countries probably will offload things again. So I, I don't think uh, all this um, going um, TLT going down going down is finished yet. I think there's just a little bit of pause, but so uh, watch out on that one. And and the other thing, obviously, I t- touch a base about you know economies in general is just not. Um, not not great, obviously. You know, uh, uh, tail of two halves. Uh, uh, basically, some economy, some section of the economy is booming. People work from home, watching for online films a lot more, um, downloading things, Zoom and so forth. Can uh, buy and sell things and work um, at on at home and uh, using uh, online services or or daily charge other uh, online. But uh, the hospitality, hotels, gambling, traveling, international students traveling, um, cool ships, those kind of things are gone down the pan so um, the economy in my view is um, some sector is definitely making um, uh, headway others uh, seem to gone down to dog house and when um, when the COVID um, vaccinations uh, become into play um, probably later in the year probably see a lot more you know more equalized kind of uh, people coming out um, from the lockdown situations in different various countries and we'll start you know moving around a bit more but uh, the aftermath and effect comes in probably later in this year or in 2022 and with you know many many like big um, stores you know uh, uh, shopping malls and stuff all shut down or half shut down because a lot of shops just couldn't pay the rent and uh, the also the um, ETFs and uh, the REITs uh, those people uh, um, companies that rely on uh, renting out uh, commercial property or rental properties uh, residential property to others uh, probably would get a big hit because a lot of people got um, unable to work uh, shops closing not have any money to pay things and so forth so um th- those things will affect the banks and so forth but uh we just have to wait and see what happens uh in in the basically in the next six months to, to the nine months kind of thing but i think overall the 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 banks will suffer on that one however i think it's at the moment it's popped up just like uh, every time when they issue i said earlier in the u.s economy the u.s government always just put more money in there and this time i uh, just like back in 2007, 2008, it's not just one com- uh, country that actually pumping all the money in. Uh, it's around the world. This time, of course, it's a lot more heavier, a lot more for, for, uh, from the U.S. than anybody else. But I think the this, this base pumping of money, the U.S. dollars uh, have to go somewhere and have to go into, you know, somewhere that I can make some sort of return when the, the government bonds uh, initial paying what, 0.5% or even less than that. Uh, for the 10 years treasuries and um, and now yeah, the yield have uh, gone back up again so probably you know some of those money will go into the, the US bond market or, or the bond market in general uh, we just have to wait and see but also it drives everything onto the stock market so as far as I'm concerned the stock market is not reflecting what's happening in the real world in the real economy and like Warren Buffett said sooner or later um, the stock market will reflect what is actually on, on the streets and I think this is not uh, reflective yet and when it um, when this reality strikes the uh, stock market sort of reset I think there will be quite a bit of uh, volatility and at, the, at this moment with uh, down Jones still like above 30,000 it's relatively high and a lot of countries I mean Japan's and uh, Hong Kong and so forth are still very high on up on the stock market uh, I think um, there is basically a um, um, shock that uh, Definitely in the, in the pipeline can you know, cause a bit of a wake-up call to around the world. So um, it's got to be great. Uh, just like last year with the trend all over the place um, going down, 
as well as coming back up, you know, initial first half or first quarter, March, you know, April, everybody suffers quite a lot, but trend following has been great. And then the uh, final recovery from um, April until uh, early this year, uh, I still think it's recovery is still there, but I think it's a bit more toppy, um, choppy, trying to find its next phase, so we go up or go down. But um, trend is, is actually there, and now it's more trend coming through. Um, in the basically in the bond market going down and the Chinese dollars is continue sort of uh, gone uh, strengthening. I've gone a bit sideways at the moment, but I think there's still more more strength to go yet and um, and so forth. And of course, uh, Tesla and so forth last year was great. And uh, this this really led me to another thing. You know, for the last um, um, months or so, when you see GameStop and um, uh, Elon Musk. Um, uh, from Tesla basically tweets about you know how how can um, the company being shot so much and um, uh, obviously the GameStop tobacco a lot of people make lots of money lots of people make uh, lost a lot of money as well um, and then it got on to silver you know a bit of a, a bit of squeeze so to speak but obviously the market is much bigger than uh, GameStop itself and um, that's got us gone be quiet down now and then people obviously thought. Uh, um, this person, uh, Kathy Roots, or somehow like 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 a trading uh, god goddess, and much better than Warren Buffett and so kind of thing. And everybody's holding her because last year her uh, some of her holdings on Tesla make you know quite a lot of money. Of course, you know, going up seven hundred percent or something. So she's like you know, queen of the media, uh, financial media in America at the moment. And whatever she said um, seems to be a lot of people listening. But I think from my research, I found that a lot of people also circling on um, on Ark itself, you know, Kathy Wood's uh, funds, because Kathy was very open um, talking about the, what uh, she's doing and so forth. I think a lot of people maybe some bigger shack lurking behind the scene is licking the lips to say, you know, do something similar to the ETFs like oil happens uh, back in March and April time. Lots of people lost loads of money in the oil ETF last year when the oil price got negative. I think um, when the economy start, you know, coming back out again, uh, people coming to to back on the street shopping, yes, a bit lower level, and uh, people probably, you know, um, with um, you know, the band of demand coming to shopping overall, I think that the street of the um, on the street shop will be opening. There's definitely got to be economy, you know, uh, people uh, increase activities and so forth, but probably sub subdue a bit, but that will definitely. Uh, bring a bit of a uh, um, steam out of the technology sector which act uh, investment heavily into in couple of ETFs and so forth and already showing when I was not feeling too well last week is um, basically I think around um, uh, yeah, twenty second or so, February, end of end of March, end of February, early March. Uh, all of the things have, um, all these ETF have more or less gone down. So it's uh, Nasdaq have gone down quite a bit as well. Um, uh, it it shows that you know how volatile it can be or vulnerable it is. You know, with Arc, um, something to watch out is is quite heavily um, involved into the technology sector. If Nasdaq actually gone down, I think a lot of those uh, ETFs, uh, Arc ETFs, who just you know going down the pan. So watch out. Those things, and I think, and a big, big sharks in the background probably do something similar to what happened to, to uh, GameStop. You know, playing some tricks to drive the price up and then drive it back down again. I think to the big volatility, they make them lose some money, and I think um, just, just what I researched and what um, 
My understanding is some people or big sharks are looking at uh, arc. Uh, it, it could be totally just you know benonis, but um, uh, people in Asia is actually talking about it quite a lot apparently. And uh, so you just need to need to watch out on on that one. And uh, of course, go uh, last couple of weeks continue broke um, seventeen. Um, that seventeen hundred marks, you know, gone down and down, and everybody's saying, you know, you know, um, should we go go even further down? Um, it, on this space, I think overall it might. Um, the trend is continue coming down, but uh, who knows? With the U.S. dollars uh, being, you know, weak, and there's another one point nine trillion coming th- through. I think sooner or later, when the market reset. Um, gold will shine again, but we just have to wait and see. But it's a trend for I've been wanting in the last month or two or so. You know when when the um, gold price actually change, the system actually um, change size. So the system actually say go the other way and go shorting. And that's why I said before, go continue um, just just following your system and short um, the hell out of gold. Um, and just uh, watch your system, even though, yes, I am bi- be biased about because of U.S. dollars and then uh, weakening. And I think gold and silver have definitely displaced. But it looks like um, the market is doing its different thing. I might ultimately be um, proved to be correct. But at the moment, you know, gold and silver price is going down the pan. So uh, just continue to short, short those things. Just watch out. So it's get Bitcoin in a way. And um, Bitcoin over the last couple of weeks have been you know, topping, what, 58,000 marks. And then I'll come back down to like, you know, fall down to like 46,000 marks. And then I'll recover a bit to back to 50,000. You can see how volatile the thing is. Um, um, we just have to wait and see. Uh, remember, when ties comes in, everybody floats, you know. And when ties goes out, everybody, you know, will come back down again. So um, Bitcoin probably will suffer its fate, you know, coming down and going up just as the market goes and do its thing. So just uh, watch out. Uh, Bitcoin is very volatile. I mean, you can up and down within a week, a week or two, 10,000. It's quite heavy, quite a lot. So um, just uh, be careful on that one. Don't get uh, bruised and kicked. And in January, I think overall, um, the last couple of weeks has been, you know, a bit of a show, maybe showing a bit of... Um, the market is turning a little last couple of weeks, but we just have to wait and see. But overall, I'm, um, I think uh, my biggest uh, project uh, this year, probably next couple of years as well, is basically looking into China and how the trade war is happening, how um, the China with its growing middle class, so it's in lesser extent India as well, how the Asia countries is going to take back the lead, so to speak, from uh, the West, you know, when um, America seems to dominate everything for the last hundred years or so and, so and before that was Britain and so forth in Europe I think the next 100 maybe 200 years is back into uh, the Asia time so overall I think this transition probably will coming in uh, slowly and um, China definitely is good to um, um, what you call challenge the number one spot economics wise um, uh, US spots and just like what um, uh, U.S. have challenged Britain before. Uh, when the transition happens, it's going to be quite a bit of uh, hoo-ha. It always happens, and uh, I, I hope um, it will never happen. Any war, actual war, kind of thing, but trade war, financial wars, and wars of the words definitely already happened, and we're just continuing. So um, I think you know, for, following the the next, I don't know, twenty, ten, twenty, thirty years, you know, even when I'm six foot under, this. Uh, 
transition will be continuing. I think it's, it's something that's great to, to watch out for. I think Ray Dario will have a book coming out soon, uh, shortly about this South transition some sometime soon. I'll definitely get, get onto that. And uh, I think um, with, with interest, I'm just eagerly waiting for that and then do my own research and find out what is a better way to, to, to trade. Because overall, for me anyway, for my pension trading and so forth, I always have a bigger emphasis on this one uh, in Asia now than uh, staying back in UK or US. I think the next big big thing really is is China and uh, has been for some time, but I think even accelerating more because of the pandemic actually really show how uh, okay it doesn't matter if you like the the way China is governed or not okay you agree with communism or not uh, the end result is China emerged quicker than the rest of the world doesn't matter what you think where the virus actually come from or not whatever it just look look at it in plain daylight and uh, the west is not handling itself well at all uh maybe just his own you know the way people works there and in histories you know the freedom of movement that kind of thing in Asia a bit more lockdown a bit more control especially in china and the control way seems to have helped the pandemic um, control of the virus, you know, running around in, in, in Asia, uh, down in the West, and uh, that sort of affect the economy. Um, um, that basically less, I think, fastened the challenge between uh, China uh, challenging U.S. number one spot, because as uh, U.S. is still recovering, China seems to be, you know, coming back out from the doghouse due to the pandemic, and um, with. Um, U.S. economy sluggish or gone down a bit. Uh, it just gave China even shorter time to take over economics-wise um, and become taking over a number one spot. And I don't think America is going to like it. Like I'm, I'm talking about American government in a transition period. There's always a bit of you know hiccups and push around and wars. And uh, I think it's going to be quite volatile or coming going forward. But we just wait and see overall. But that's definitely some you know. Uh, a big uh, project, research project for me. I think it's quite useful to actually look at. Uh, without further ado, let's look at uh, my sample portfolio coming up. Okay, first off the bat is Apple. Um, since I haven't uh, on the podcast uh, to give you update last week, so I'm just going to say uh, what I found for this week. Um, um, but however, last week there is uh, quite a bit of uh, changes. Yeah, shoes. Um, Probably have noticed of the um, the Dow Jones and Nasdaq indices seems to have all gone uh, the other way. Uh, I think I might have make a temporary top. We we'll see how it goes. And um, therefore, last week was quite a bit of change. So this week, basically for Apple, uh, it's affected. Short term is a sell now. Medium term is neutral as well. Long term is uh, neutral. Um, next is Amazon. Again, um, it's been um, well changed last week, I think, uh, to sell for short term. Medium, long term also changed to sell this week as well. So even though uh, last the week before the the um, index, uh, Nasdaq index and uh, Dow Jones went down, and last week came back up to recover a bit, but it's still you know down like a couple of hundred points the last two weeks. So uh, Apple and Amazon is uh, showing. Uh, those sales signals and Apple especially have been uh, on the sales for like about a month already and uh, just continue next is Australian dollars against US dollars um, short term is a sell medium term is neutral long term is a mutual, mutual. Um, um, US dollar index for the past week or so have uh, recovered somewhat um, back up to what 90 1.5, I think, I believe it's 91.7 or 8, that area. So you, you may go as uh, as high as 92 something, 92.4, 90.5, that's the way it was last time. 
about a few three four months back or something in that area um but it's still the same thing um the u.s dollars it just it's got a week and until september rebounds possibly um but what we basically don't know is uh, is this bounce going to continue the the things i see is um the the earlier the um the one point nine trillions of stimulus package coming out from America, uh the the worse it will make the American dollars you know going down. Um I think um this past weekend or next week the the uh, um the US government, the houses and so forth is gonna try to pass that bill and then if it actually happens sometime in March or in May uh, or April then yeah, we see a lot more of a uh, uh, slowly U.S. dollar weakening. By the time in the moment, it seems to have a uh, strengthened a bit. So we just have to wait and see. Um, bank crude and uh, the British bank crude and then the U.S. WTI crude oil. Um, for both of them, is the buying spree is continuing. It's just short term, medium term, long term. It's still buy. It's very slow, but it's making a headway. And um, we obviously have a recently very cold snap in the. Uh, in America, and then um, I think last weekend, um, the OPEC uh, team basically said they're not um, um, doing anything with the output. So um, this sort of drives um, the quid oil. I mean, they decided the current level and they've gone up a little bit. I think about two dollars or something over last Thursday or Friday. So it's um, it's still there. This one got legs. Uh, I was thinking about well, next next year or late half this year that this two will you know shoot up a bit more, but this slow smooth uh, rise has been up more or less since uh, March April last year, uh, well April end of April, and um, it's just uh, slowly continuing. Uh, next is um, DAX. Um, short term is a buy, medium term is neutral, long term is a buy. So the effect, the effect of the last couple of weeks on the US side haven't really uh, touches uh, the European market yet, but um, we see how it goes. Next is Dow Jones. Like I said earlier, the last couple of weeks it causes some short-term sellings. So short-term is a sell for Dow Jones. Medium-term is neutral. Long-term is still a buy. So it's still up there. Uh, it seems to affect the Nasdaq a bit more, which I'll come to in a minute. But for Dow Jones, seems okay. Um, for FUSI, uh, short-term is gone to buy. And um, um, last week, I think I've gone down to sell and then come back down to buy now. And neutral for medium and long term is uh, also a buy. So, I mean, uh, in UK, we have obviously the, the oil uh, companies uh, a lot more heavy in, uh, in the FTSE 100 in, um, in UK. So, the, um, the continued gain of the oil, crude oil and brain crude is definitely helping the FTSE 100. But it's more or less like a sideways trade. It's just going up and down, up and down all the time. So, we just have to wait and see. Uh, next is gold. Um, short term, medium term, long term is all sell. Um, that has been the case for uh, past two, pa- about past month already. You know, it's more or less you know just sales. Uh, and obviously the the um, total system too is um, uh, on a sell uh, since last week um, while I was off air, and uh, continue to sell this week. So uh, it's broke the seventeen hundred mark. Gold and I think it gone down as low as one six eight eight or one six eighty area. Um, if you look back like a year or so ago, um, the one six fifty, one six eighty, or one six fifty, one one seven, uh, seventeen hundred, it's around the last uh, group of uh, um, support area or sideways trade uh, uh, zone anyway. So probably we we'll get some sort of support around the area, but we will see how it goes overall. Um, next is Hang Seng Index in Hong Kong. Uh, short term is a sell. 
Um, it basically yeah, got a cue from the Dow Jones from America, and so uh, short term is going to ch- change at least last week, and continue this week into sell. Uh, medium term, long term still buy. We just have to wait and see. Um, Nasdaq, which I said earlier, has caught quite a bit of volatility last week, and this uh, just a week has gone past. Um, basically, short term is a sell, medium long term is neutral. So, um, these are things about uh, what I said about Nasdaq and uh, ARK. Uh, investment ETFs by uh, Woody, uh, sorry, um, Kathy Woods. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, selections on all the ETFs are very too much uh, um, technology heavy. So yes, the Nasdaq's really uh, trumping it and uh, basically showing the quite a bit of loss for ARK. So whoever have been um, actually on ARK lately probably got you know got a bit burned with ten. I think about twenty percent down since you know um, middle of uh, February. It's quite a lot of changes, so um, yeah, so this is why you say you must have a system, and system say turn the down, which in a train following system to do, just get out of, doesn't matter how fantastic this magnetic um, personality you might think she is, she might be the goddess of 2020 because of um, um, basically Elon Musk, Tesla, and she uh, got on the right side of the trade, um, yes, um, uh, as um, what you call um, Tesla may have gone uh, the roofs of the, uh, gone to the moon, uh, gone through the roof, so to speak. Um, but doesn't mean that it can continue. So when the system say uh, go the other way, it doesn't matter how you think. Your systems, if uh, it's a true trend following system, we've seen the price fluctuates quite a bit. We are told to get out of it uh, about a couple of weeks ago, and uh, so you should have gone out that way rather than uh, waiting for some guru tell you when to get out. Trust your own system. Then Nasdaq's already tell you the queue as well. So um, watching uh, Nasdaq is basically, um, I think, it's uh, some of a leading indicator for me anyway. Because um, when the market recovers from March, April last year, Nasdaq seems to have jumped out. And I think uh, this time as well, Nasdaq was also the one that um, um, lead the way down. I think even if the economy, people coming back out from lockdown, starting um, businesses starting to come back up on stream, not not in mass, but you know some of them survive, we open the doors. And that means people will, um, will still likely to work remotely from home, but a lot of them will be watching less of films, you know, Netflix and stuff, or go or go on to eBay or those kind of things, or Amazon, very much. Or probably do it in the evening rather than lock at home, being being locked home all day and then buy things online and so forth. Um, so I think that will be definitely some sort of effect on it. Um, so just have to watch Nasdaq. Next is uh, Nikkei, um, similar to American um, Dow Jones. Short term is a change to sell, medium long term still a buy. Um, silver is just following the big brother of gold. Short term is a sell, but like I said before, um, gold is not as bad. Uh, sorry, silver is not as bad as gold in the sense that medium long term still um, neutral. So uh, it just stay there at the moment. We'll see how it goes. But uh, Silver being, you know, lacking behind, always lacking behind on gold movement, upward movements. But again, it's lacking behind when it's downward movement as well. So, all to its own. So, silver seems to be more stable out of the two uh, metals. Next is the uh, US dollar against Chinese yuan. Uh, the Chinese dollar, um, short term is a buy, and medium term and long term is neutral. So, this has been sort of changed after the last two, three weeks or so. Um, as the U.S. dollar index strengthened, and I, I mentioned it before about a month or so ago, about um, in the um, MACD histogram, uh, we see a uh, uh, um, 
um, what you call bullish divergence as a price actually you know, continue to go down a little bit not much but can you go down but the histogram in the MACD seems to have gone up that's just a normal MACD um, so it seems to be doing the trick at the moment and showing us now you know, short term wise US dollars be strengthened but um, I don't think we've gone up too much. We just have to wait and see because the Chinese dollar, especially um, what we have been, you know, um, the economy coming back up and everything else. I mean, a lot more people will go and invest in America, in China than in America overall because that's where the next, as far as I'm concerned, the next 50 to 100 years, probably into India as well. That's why the the, the um, Senex, I believe, has been going up quite quite well in 2020 as well. So don't don't uh, ignore the Indian market. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, the Chinese market is ready to go, and uh, the strength of Chinese dollar is only temporary weaken against U.S. dollar, but against um, what you call against all the other type of major currencies seems to have gone sideways. Only the American dollar against American, American dollars have strengthened a lot. So it just show about the trade between the two countries. So just just watch this, okay? Next is U.S. dollar against Japanese yen. Short term, medium term, and long term is all buy, and basically Japanese yen has been weakening uh, quite a bit last three weeks or so, and uh, it's now gone back above 108. You might have even continued to go to 109 or even 110. Uh, we just wait and see, but um, um, there there was people who say, remember in the old days when the um, U.S. stock market tank. Then the, the Japanese yen, basically, people jump into Japanese yen, and so it's go. But it looks totally different, you know, when people suppose five running away from danger, you know, fight for quality and stuff. Normally, people, the investor go to um, gold and go to um, the bond market and go to Japanese yen. And unfortunately, it don't seem to be happening that way now, isn't it? Those these uh, paradigms shift. And uh, so when the Dow Jones actually tanked the last couple of weeks, uh, Japanese yen continued to weaken. So I wonder where the money going, you know, going to Bitcoin, but Bitcoin have, I mean, stop around 58,000 and just, you know, come back up and down there about around 50K area. Um, gold definitely is not holding up. I know even though when the Dow Jones going down, it's still going there. I think overall there's something else big happening. I think overall it could be... Um, uh, quite a bit of people may have got um, what you call the um, U.S. Treasury bonds. Continue the price going down. A lot of people may be betting on it uh, to stay high uh, because the government basically just keep on buying. Um, the U.S. government can buy us um, buying their own Treasury bonds. Okay, printing loads more money and release money that way buying its own Treasury bond. But I think there's a lot of other countries. Like I said earlier in my early podcast selling it and causes quite a bit of people could have been you know. For selling uh, that kind of thing, so this is what you see across the board. Like back in March, April last year, when the market really tanks, everything seems to be dumped. So something somewhere probably got for selling going on, and all the things that's liquid being have just been sold to cover their margin call, so to speak, or something. So I think something similar thing might have happened. Otherwise, you won't see everything seems to have like gone the other way, and the, the basically the market is telling something. But as far as you're concerned, you and I are concerned with trend followers. What do trend followers do? We don't care about what the market said except the price so the price basically said Japanese yen has been weakening so we just basically sell shorting um, shorting a Japanese yen that means US dollar against Japanese yen is a buy across the board okay um, 
Next is uh, British pound against Japanese yen, similar to US dollar against Japanese yen is buy across the board, short term, medium and long term. But um, because of the strength of US dollar lately, uh, finally um, sort of comes in a little bit, reaction against British pounds. Short term is now a sell. So it was gone up to like 140, almost 141, or 141. Um, uh, but now it's gone back down to 139 or something like that. So uh, we just have to wait and see. So short term is a sell. Uh, US dollar strength the British pounds weaken against US dollar uh, a little bit. But uh, long term, medium term, still buy. Uh, next is Bitcoin. I said earlier, uh, Bitcoin seems to move around the last week or two. It's gone up to uh, 50, just about 57, around 58,000. And then went back down within a week or so to uh, 46,000. And now last uh, well, a few days in the last week it's gone back up to about 50k at the moment I think um, you can see how fast how great range it has it's very very volatile so um, we just have to wait and see how things are so um, I don't know how much people actually use the Bitcoin thing for in general use like I mean this is the thing about um, what I said about Elon Musk Arc and uh, Bitcoin thing um, Elon Musk moaned a bit, a bit about uh, game um, GameStop through Twitter and um, then uh, Elon Musk also said oh, okay we have bought uh, or through Tesla have bought 1.5 trillion uh, billion dollars worth of uh, bitcoins and that forces the bitcoin to go up as well a lot of people jumped in uh, but I just wonder who is the others actually selling all the bitcoin to all those people and who has been buying you know, and they lost quite a bit of money I suppose you know 58,000 and then jump back down to 46 you know it's like 10, 12, 12,000 mark uh, movement. Uh, yes, now maybe around 50k, still, you know, uh, 8,000 below from his top. Uh, somebody probably nursing some sort of uh, pain over there. And uh, the other thing is, um, Tesla is only some uh, through Elon Musk only saying we're contemplating, they're thinking about using Bitcoin to buy, so you're allowed to buy, buy their cars. Uh, will it actually happen or, or you know, just say yes, yes, thinking about it, it might happen, you know, we could be, you know, allow you to buy cars with the with bitcoins, but, you know, even just a little hint of move to bitcoin, you know, going up like this. I, I feel, personally, I feel a bit of a con, you know, bitcoin is, um, could, could be, could be, uh, in my view, could be used, I mean, being manipulated, especially this time gone. Last time when it gone up to like you know, 19,000 or something, something high last time. Um, this time gone much, much higher. And this time is uh, dri mainly driven by a lot of, in, um, um, for what you call, institutional investors, the kind of thing. And uh, so just watch out, you know, those big sharks uh, have very much have the money and the will and uh, the connection to move things around. And, uh, you know, uh, try to make you feel that everything is uh, hungry gory, looking so great, and uh, become will not lo uh, lose anything. But um, that is my, could be a well a trick. So always follow system. So for the time being, the trend following system, uh, uh, if you follow my podcast, you will tell you that basically short term is a sell at the moment because of the latest volatility. But uh, long term, medium term, still buy, but watch out become. Next is, uh, I said earlier, the uh, ICH20 TLT ETF tracking the you know the long dated uh u.s bonds um it sell across the board medium short term long term is a sale i mean me uh recently um um for the tlt uh short term has been changed to buy but i think um it 
um, last week for some reason you come back down again. So uh, just basically how I think this is at the bottom, near the bottom in my view. Um, it's just trying to find all these fluctu- uh, fluctuation volatilities when I've been down. The, it's the way the market telling us that it's trying to find it either move up or down, continue to go go down or something. So um, uh, bottom maybe near. I don't know. We just have to wait and see. But I think. Um, like I said earlier, when people have to move big amount of money from any stocks or, you know, yeah, in this case, uh, um, government bonds, uh, the big player, the China, uh, Japan, and so forth, take need needs time, and they just dump everything on the market. You know, they just drive the price uh, to very very low, which is not um, uh, good things to do. And people are not stupid, so what they do most likely is just the market has always been doing. They they. S- they sell the share for a little while and then give some uh, pause a bit, you know, have um, have some one way or another help um, the news to, to come out be better, then people power back in. And then when, they, when the t- um, f- the bond actually uh, prices we increases and therefore the yield incre- uh, reduces uh, back to maybe below 1% or something, uh, and then the big bond might come back out again, you know, that kind of thing. You might do it two, three times before actually uh, allowed um, the big boys to sort of uh, out of the market, so to speak. But um, I mean, governments across the board always buy each other's bonds, so they probably find some uh, natural level to settle on. But I think at the moment, China is still quite heavily selling the U.S. bonds, so uh, TLT probably ETF have a way to go yet. There might be some sort of reaction. We just have to wait and see. Uh, next is Tesla. <coughs> Short term is a sale, medium term is a sale, uh, long term is still and neutral. Um, this is very much, you know, uh, Tesla is a reflection of Nasdaq. Um, I just wonder how much um, Kathy Woods have uh, lost on Tesla. She made loads of money last year, but it's gone down quite a bit uh, for the past month or so, uh, probably about the last three weeks. Um, I think more than 20% or something. It's quite, quite a bit, so uh, just have to wait and see. Uh, next is Australian uh, index. Um, short term is a sell, medium long term is neutral. So uh, Australians saw like go oh, fluctuating that um, index is up and down and down. So just have to wait and see how it goes. Last but not least is Alibaba. Uh, short term is a sell, medium term is neutral, long term is a sell. Um, that is basically it. Um, Alibaba has uh, gone down quite a bit, just like any of that stack uh, shares. Um, just to wait and see how things go. But um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, this uh, last couple of weeks got a bit volatile. Um, I think maybe uh, we play off last year. Who knows? But last year we got a uh, pandemic disease coming out from uh, um, China and spread around the world. This year, what do we have? It's more like a, a recovery play. Isn't it? People are talking about vaccine. And I've said it before, I've said it again, the vaccine may be coming out around the world, but couple of things haven't actually been uh, much have been mentioned first of all obviously is like the uh, protective gear of you know mask and so forth when everybody was uh, scrambling for protective gear and mask you know some country in America stopping other countries you know to uh, purchase or buying uh, mask uh, um, for and hold it up for their own use so lately uh, AstraZeneca I believe um, um, some of the vaccine in Europe supposed to send to Australia got stopped because the you um, US, uh, the EU, uh, the government EU basically think, you know, the AstraZeneca didn't hold up to his bargain, didn't give them enough vaccines, you know, dosage and so forth, and they uh, stopped this, uh, this um, shipment into Australia. Uh, so you can see that, you know, um, 
the vaccines, uh, first of all, um, it's not enough to share around and everybody, you know, is uh, fighting for uh, get a full dose of vaccine. But normally people talk about what about the poor country. Does anybody talk about um, Saudi, um, not, uh, South Africa, for example, or, you know, African countries not getting the dosage, you know, let's say Philippines or Latin America, you know, there's a lot of discrepancy here, you know, the richer nation, the power nation, powerful nation, if you get on to this vaccine, the, the one the lesser uh, countries are, you know, at the back of the queue waiting for people to do some charity. So, you know, therefore on that front, um, the forest will still be around for some time as far as I'm concerned. Next is there's so many vaccination going around. There's still no such a thing as like a, a common acknowledgement of the vaccination to say if you have certain vaccination done within certain time and you go around traveling internationally, you're allowed to, you know, to go into this different country to this basically helped the, uh, yeah, the air travel industry. None of that have happened yet. And a lot of it's driven by politics. You know, it's like, you know, will U.S. trust the vaccines from uh, China or trust the vaccine from um, Russia and like vice versa? And uh, how about um, Australia? Who, who would they trust, you know, and, um, and Latin America? And you know that uh, until they got common understanding, this is where who's supposed to step up. I'm quite surprised they never come out and say, okay, this vaccine seems to be okay, and therefore uh, should you know come up with some sort of like a passport or something. If you have, like I say, if you are vaccinated within last let's say two months or three months using one of this um, uh, knowledge uh, approved um, vaccine, then then you're allowed to drive around or go around the countries or international travel. But nobody seems to, you know, put put putting any anything up. And uh, last but not least, but all this remember this vaccine has been rushed out very very quickly, and uh, and all the sample size testing whatever is still you know relatively small. Now yes, it's being rolled out around the world, uh, probably on all different conditions, different age group, different you know um, races and so forth. Um, you probably see a lot more date, active data coming back out in the next six months or so, and people might not necessarily get, you know, um, uh, maybe put the hops, ho- the hopes too high. You know, some of the um, side effect might be slowly coming out, and then more people, you know, some people will get rashes like in UK. Our people might have, you know, inject us in Sweden. Um, suddenly, some of the old people just just die. You know, uh, it's not talk much about on the internet or on any news, but as far as I'm concerned, that there's pros and cons for each of the uh, vaccines and uh, I'm not uh, for or against each vaccination or something but I just uh, the, the way I'm weary and uh, conscious of the way that the vaccines be run uh, rolled out around the world uh, the lack of it uh, for the uh, poorer countries and also you know to the side effects hasn't been well well known you know that sort of speak and um, who knows what happened when most people let's say a third or quarter of people around the world in fashion you know probably see better more of the uh, side effect uh, shows up would that really as what people hope for and also if a vaccination with people just still come home shopping right away like in u.s um the the stock market is uh basically thinking or more or less showing you um with the vaccination here um the the stock market is saying uh, everything should be okay you know the the stock market is higher in in us uh, than what happened uh, before uh, january last in 2020 you know there's uh, there about was about 29500 now we're like th- about, about 30 about just about 30000 so uh essentially essentially if you look at the Dow jones it basically tells you everything is fine you know but i don't believe it that um the economy the real economy 
the main street has been um, uh, hurt quite a lot. That's not just U.S. but around the world, and for the um, um, the um, stock market basically gone up so high you know, that there will be reset. But I don't know when. But um, uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I think it's going to be quite volatile for the next couple of months or so. For we just have to wait and see, and see how everything goes out. But so always remember, stick with your system. Your system tell you to change, then change. Don't don't have biases. Um, my God, my God, uh, my goal position is uh, very much the the, the one to the, as a good example. So I may have biases, but goal basically go down. And what I have to do changes on the dime follow the systems and sell you know uh, i'm still think go will be good later on but the market's telling me otherwise so all i have to do is uh, follow go follow uh, the downside is the shorting short the dough and uh, short few silver and see how it goes until the market uh, it's changed and my system tells me to go the other way or sign aside this this is what one lady do basically that's trend following 101 okay guys i will speak to you next week and uh, hope to speak to you soon bye for now